Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. St. Louis, and uh, welcome into Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. That ought to get your uh, your blood moving, no matter where you are. How can I it think. not? How, how can it not? How could it not? And how was the show? <laughs> the last time I spoke to you and saw you, you were like hitting the road right then. Bo Matthews, I'll have to tell you, it, it was a great disappointment. What? I know, I know. Mother Nature had other plans uh, that oh, evening. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's too old to be rocking like he does. <laughs> the gray rocker. <laughs> and I did drive more than 55 on my way back because I made it all the way to Springfield only to find out that the storm had moved through. We saw it on radar, but, you know, it looked like the weather was going to be gone by showtime, right. so we went anyway. And, uh, you know, I blame the folks at the at the fairgrounds up there in, in Springfield. They, no, they, they, they posted a video on Sammy well, Hagar's Twitter I, feed. I know, but... The storm was going to be gone by 7.30 or 8 o'clock, which is about the time the concert would start. But here's what I suspect. The rain was so bad that when by the time we got there, the rain was over. It wasn't raining anymore. But all of the, the fairgrounds were empty. Like, everybody had left right. because of the storm. So the fairground operator knew they were going to make no money other than on people coming in for the concert. And I think they just they shut down the whole fairgrounds. But after the storm went by, probably a beautiful sky. Everything felt good. Yeah, there might have been a few more drops of rain, but it wasn't going to be like a... Well, there was a cool down if it was the same storm I was thinking of. It cooled down nice. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been beautiful. Would have been beautiful. But, you know, you can't subject uh, 71-year-old artists to weather like that. So 73. Oh, is he 73 now? Yeah, he's going to be 74 later. Two years among friends. The gray rocker. (laughs) Maybe he wears a wig like Carrot Top. Who knows? Uh, You know, just to qualify for that name. So I was so excited to hear about that because this is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, and that was an outdoor concert. Doggone it. Well, all you can do is try. It was an outdoor concert where, where courtesy of the People's Republic of Illinois... (laughs) You had to wear a mask to get into the fairgrounds, Makes right? complete sense. Outside, outdoors. Complete sense. They wanted you to wear a mask. And also, if you were in the standing room only area down front of the stage, you were going to have to show your vaccination card mm-hmm. or a negative test for COVID Wow! to get in there. The manpower to get that done alone all over the country is amazing to me. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. So this was, was this a date night kind of thing, you and your wife going? My wife hates. She she says, why do you go see all these old rockers? And oh. I'm like, because they may not be here next year. I've done that. You never know. I've had that thought, too. She, she She's more of a James Taylor kind of gal. 
who right? is coming who, to town. Who's also old. He is, he is old. He's coming to town. And he doesn't rock. So uh, <laughs> so just you and the boys went? Just a good friend of mine. Wow. Uh, Jeff and I drove all the way up there and ate at Portillo's once we got there because we we're like, well, we got to kill some uh, time. We were already up here. Great restaurant, by the way, with their dipped beef sandwich Ooh. and the hot dogs, Chicago-style hot dogs. And I think that's the closest one to St. Louis. So we had a great meal at Portillo's, got in the car, and drove back. No nap. So fun. No nap. No After nap. a belly full like that? I went home and got... He still took off, and yeah. John Hancock had to do I his morning off show. the next day. It's okay. <laughs> well, I had to get uh, my beauty sleep. If you need your fix for an outdoor concert on this episode of Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, we will be talking about uh, the Freedom Jam, which is going on uh, to benefit Operation Triage next weekend in Eureka. We're going to talk to the uh, the guy who founded an organization called Operation Triage, but it's a, an outdoor country music festival, so I don't know if your music likings go towards the countryside uh but we'll be talking about that and who's coming to town for that show they have um tilted back toward country more as i've gotten older i th- you know my dad was a huge country music fan in fact he was a bluegrass music Ooh. fan and there was when i was growing up we were friends with uh, in ohio they were friends with a local dj his name was um Moon Mullins. He was I know on the w- name. He was on WPFB in Middletown, Ohio, and he was a he was a banjo player. And his son Joe Mullins became a banjo player and a pretty well known recording artist in bluegrass music. So, so my dad loved bluegrass. We used to go to bluegrass festivals when I was growing up, and I kind of rejected all that. You know, as teenagers do, you're not in your right mind. And <laughs> I went the opposite way. Toward Sammy Hagar and Van Halen and the Hard Rock and Judas Priest and, and all of that. that. That's okay. That. But I've drifted back uh, over the years. I'll, I'll have to say. At I, least I, you're I, not cussing country music. No, no of or course bluegrass not. bluegrass music. Oh, I love, I love, I love country music these days. I love listening to it. In fact, a big Garth Brooks fan. And sorry that I missed his last concert. And here. he just canceled the rest of the tour. I saw yeah. that. Saw that this morning. Yeah. Uh, over three hundred thousand tickets have been sold to say this guy. Is a marketing genius, and I mean, I've you know seen him inside, outside. I went to the Red Cross thing he did down in Nashville, and uh, I was I was enticed with you've got first row tickets. I'm like, we're there. We had an ice storm that morning. We still went, and we still made it safely. And it was one of these nights where he did two or three night, two or three shows in one day. Oh, so you don't know what you're going to get? Yeah, and my first row tickets was through the record company. And it was the first row at the back of the the section, and so we were up against the back wall. So okay. I don't know how they call that first row, <laughs> but they were free. And Garth is bigger than life, so uh, anyway. I got it. If we got time, uh, because we're talking music, I get a great, uh, great Garth Brooks story. Well, so we have eight minutes. So my, so my, <laughs> my next door neighbor here in Missouri, uh, my neighbor across the street, uh, Paul, uh, comes over one day and he says, "Listen," he said, "I got a great story for you." He said. We're going to, I think it was, I don't know if it was Des Moines or somewhere to see Garth Brooks next week. And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, I'm flying my dad in. He doesn't know what we're going to surprise him. We're going to go up there and see this concert. I'm nice. like, why? And he said, well, his his dad lives, I guess, in in um, uh, wherever Garth lives. Oklahoma. In No, no, it's in Tennessee somewhere. Nashville. Well, he does have a home in and, Nashville. And he his dad works at the local Chick-fil-A cleaning tables and stuff after people leave. And apparently Garth and Trisha are regulars there. And they got to know him, right? 
And he said, I pick up the phone one day. It's my dad. And he goes, hey, he goes, I told you I met Garth Brooks in the in the restaurant. And you didn't believe me. I got somebody who wants to talk to him. Oh. He hands the phone to him. It's Garth Brooks on the phone. <laughs> so now every time Garth does a concert anywhere, somewhere that either his dad can go or he can take his dad, they get tickets from Garth Brooks to these concerts. Wow. What a great, just a down-to-earth guy. Just couldn't be any friendlier That's, person. Yeah, no, he is, Love that, he is that guy. And he never forgets a name. Oh, wow. I'm I'm telling you. But uh, the first time, I will say, because it's Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, the first time I saw Garth was at the Outdoor Amphitheater at Six Flags. He was opening for the Judds. Wow. And wow. the Judds uh, come out and say, oh, so what do you think of that Garth Brooks guy? <laughs> She's like, I don't think he's going to turn into anything. She literally said that. And here we are. Was that Winona? That was Naomi. Oh, Naomi. Naomi. Well, yeah, Naomi. Oh, my yeah. goodness. She, wasn't, uh, she was not on her meds that night. <laughs> come on now. She's adorable. <laughs> She's adorable. Um, anyway, so the great outdoors. Uh, I'm seeing the daylight change already. It's getting darker sooner. It sunset is now. Uh, it's not until it's before eight o'clock until spring now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, my wife and I are scrambling. Like, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to get out to do outside? Because here comes winter before you know it. So last weekend uh, on the show, uh, we had my friend Phil from the range out in West County, the St. Louis uh, Range West. And and I just saw him post on Facebook. He's a big outdoors guy. Uh, I think he rides his bike and he hikes all the time. And he was bragging about taking his family out to Bluff View Park. Have you been out there before? Never been. Never heard so of it. So it's a new park that's open just off of Old State Road. Uh, between Manchester and 109, if you're winding down that road and you're familiar with it, Babbler, it's on the left-hand side. Babbler area or no? No, not quite. But al- although you can you can hike down onto other trails uh, down below uh, along the river, uh, Bluff View is beautiful. It's 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 hilly. I mean, it's a good hike down and back up. Uh, people people use their bikes out there. Uh, I don't know if they, I don't know if, you, if they ride horses on that trail or not. They but might. It's it's if you're looking for somewhere to get out and around, and you've never been out there. It's it's a good time. Great park system we have here. We do. Uh, my my wife and I are not professional hikers because every time we leave the car to go hike a trail, seems like we always have a half a bottle of water with us between. <laughs> what is and we've hiked seven eight miles and you know we see people carrying these big backpacks. I need to prepare for 2022. For hiking, or maybe fall of this year, yeah, because uh, you've got to be prepared. We we bought specifically one of those uh, like Camelback uh, things for my my uh, backpack when we went hiking out in Glacier, and it worked out beautifully. Oh yeah, those things are fantastic. It really did um, um, fit right down inside my existing backpack, and a little hose came out, and it was uh, it was ideal. So always uh, water always, or beer or bourbon or you know I, all three. I thought about. <laughs> trying to spike it but then i thought you know if the other two run out of water my wife and daughter they're going to have to grab this one and that's probably not going to work very well so i I did not i think it would work like at a festival like at the super jam festival that's coming up you could probably get away with that i you know i'm curious you know i'm one of these guys that you know you think of something and you don't know the origin of it i'm gonna have to do this of course after the show but the origin of the camelback backpack you're talking about was that created for military or for sports? Do you know? I first saw it in Japan, and they were doing it at baseball games. So huh. for for sport, well, for, yeah, okay. Because uh, I remember sending one to my daughter when she was in Iraq in early two thousands. Uh, she's like, I, we we ha- we don't have enough water when we go. I said, can you fill up? And she said, yeah. And so I sent her one of these. 
It was the greatest thing. Yeah. To add to her other 80 pounds of equipment that she had to carry oh, wow. around. Oh, wow. What's a couple more pounds, uh, right, among the, friends? Camelback was founded in 1989 by a guy who was doing a bike race in Wichita Falls, and he took an IV bag, and he started Whoa. to drink out of that, and then he made a company That's impressive. That's impressive. The military thanks him, too. So, and then, and then, of course, you know, at the ball game, they have these these belly tanks. You know what I'm talking about? It goes under your shirt. It looks like you've got a big belly. You fill it with the liquid of your choice. Did I just uh, out everybody that goes to the ball game? So um, they're not overweight. They're smuggling in beer. Well, they yeah, they eventually you know the 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 now the we're all going to get patted down the next time we go to the <laughs> like they game. don't already do that. Come on, yeah, Mark. that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so yeah, I just got to thinking about the time changes coming soon, and we just need to do you know start planning a few things. We haven't done anything still this year. You went to out it's, to the Great West, and it's going to cool down eventually. You may want to wait for that. May wait wait another week or two till it cools down. I am a that's horrible sure. vacation planner, so that's, did, that's my own fault. Uh, d- speaking of a two A, did you see that story that uh, the Justice Department has decided to stick its nose into a lawsuit against the Second Amendment uh, Preservation Act? I, I, I did, and you know, I read it a couple of different times, and I couldn't quite understand how it was impeding the uh, the federal agents. Do you understand? It? Well, here, here's what here's what I suspect. Um, and I, I pointed this out in, in this is my own analysis. A, a lot of people who are chiefs of police are people who they may have come up through the ranks. But by the time you get to that point, it, it can be a political appointment in many cases or a political decision. And I think many cases, the 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 members of law enforcement who have complained about this SAPA are people who don't agree with it from a political point of view. And 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 what this points out is that 12 out of 53 people who had been assigned to a federal uh, task force of some sort have been pulled off out of fear that they may be in violation of this, of this SAPA law. That's not the idea behind it. The idea behind it is that law enforcement in Missouri will not cooperate if there's some sort of confiscation effort of for legal against right. legal firearm owners in this state. That's the it's, the spirit of it's it. It's not about keeping the the St. Louis Police Department from from cooperating with the FBI if they're investigating a murder. That's not the idea at all. And now now you've got Merrick Garland and a politicized Justice Department sticking their nose in it where they have no business, in my opinion. And this uh, was just signed in June by yeah. Governor Mike Parson. I, I don't know. This is what's so baffling, but this is what happens when the narrative dices and slices a headline, because right. even the headline that I read, Missouri gun rights law is impeding criminal investigations. As a Second Amendment supporter, we don't want to do that. That's not that's not the idea. We love the Second Amendment on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. In fact, coming up next, we're going to tell you about a really cool class you can travel to. Uh, Ladies for Liberty up at Hillsdale College in Michigan. And we're going to talk to a lady who just got back from there when we come back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
It is Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Mark Cox, Bo Matthews, and Carl Middleman. Pew, and pew. It is uh, this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. If you've never been to a gun concierge, this is the place you want to go to. You can find out details, directions, their address, all that great stuff at RazorbackArmory.com. Jesse, Brad, and their crew does a great job, especially when it comes to specializing and customizing weapons. That's RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. Mark. You, you don't have to tell me twice if it involves guns. I'm there. Can I just tell you that? It's a beautiful story. Oh, yeah. Really Always is. looking for my next uh, toy, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, we're thrilled right now because, of course, we, we talk about shooting and the importance of training and all of that good stuff. And when I can combine that with an organization as great as Hillsdale College, that makes me happy. Now, our guest right now is Jan Braswell joining us. Uh, she just got done attending... The Ladies for Liberty event up at uh, Hillsdale College. And Jan, welcome into the show. You're welcome. Good morning. Yeah, you know, Jan and I just met, uh, I believe it was last week, uh, at an yes. event out in the Rockwood School District. We were out there. They, people were getting ready to uh, discuss the mask mandate with the Rockwood School Board. That's correct. And Did- you and I got to talking about our constitutional rights and how our freedom has been threatened over the last few months and and the importance of standing up for our freedoms and our constitution and that's what started us and our conversation about the second amendment yeah i think i think that's great now jan what what was your connection to hillsdale college before this well actually my sister and her husband attended the couple shooting class last year and being that my husband belongs to a local shooting club and i have had some experience with him but not very good shooter, I decided that I wanted to take part in this. And so I went up there not really knowing what to expect. And I was so impressed with the program because of the emphasis on, first of all, the Constitution and our rights, our Second Amendment rights, and that's why they do the shooting program. And then it's part of their curriculum as far as um, they do have a shooting team and so forth. So that's why I went and learned a lot while I was there, not just about shooting, but about the responsibility of owning a firearm and the importance of our Second Amendment rights. So when you uh, went through this, uh, what, what do you think was the biggest takeaway for you? The biggest takeaway, well, first of all, it, it, was, it was fun. And it was about being with a group of women, in this case, because they do a couples class as well, who were really um, excited about learning how to carry a firearm responsibly, how to shoot uh, both a shotgun and pistols, and learning about um, our Second Amendment rights, which was a talk that one of the professors gave one evening, and talking about what our foundation is in in our country to that Second Amendment right. Um, One of the things I learned, which I didn't actually know, was in in colonial days, men were required by law to carry a firearm. So I, you know, think about this. It was obviously a way to promote discipline among people because very seldom would you be pulling a firearm with everybody else in the room carrying one. (laughs) I think that's great. I mean, something old could be new again. Could you imagine the left freaking out if we required... Uh, these men and their loafers to to carry a handgun around. I mean, what exactly. are we going to do? And with classes like so. this, you're a better shot out of the deal too. I do want to point out the pictures that uh, we've got printed from the website. 
This is so different than uh, the casino promotional pictures. You walk in the casino and you see these people, arms in the air and smiles, but the people walking out are just ho-hum and drum. <laughs> the pictures here are smiles on everybody's faces, and I think that that comes with knowledge and, and comfortability with around what you guys are learning about. Would you agree? I do agree. Uh, they have Hillsdale brings in instructors from all over the country who are professional shooters, competitive shooters. So they know their discipline in particular shotgun or pistol. But the most important takeaway is they want you to become comfortable using a firearm. So God forbid, if you would ever need to use your firearm, you would know how to use it responsibly. And so there was a lot of emphasis on safety, on making sure that you knew how to handle the gun. In other words, they showed you how to do it, but then you did it on your own. Yeah. So that was really important to me. Um, Smith, Wesson, Winchester, and one of the other companies, they do supply all the ammunition and the guns for these classes. So they have the backings of some of these, you know, manufacturers who also want to see Americans protecting their Second Amendment rights. Yeah. Well, that's a key this year was finding enough ammo to hold a class like that, probably. But good good to have the big guys behind you. Uh, we're, well, that's we're, what it took. Yeah. We, we did a lot of shooting. <laughs> we're talking to Jan Braswell, who attended the Ladies for Liberty class at Hillsdale College. I'm sure it was a sellout. Uh, Jan, do you, do you uh, before we talk a little bit more about where it was, which was up in Michigan, uh, what did it cost you to go to this? you mind me asking what was involved? Did you have to make your own travel arrangements and lodging and all that? Well, the beauty of it is, for what you got, it was very inexpensive. It's $1,000 a person, but that includes your room, and they have a hotel on their campus, wow. very nice accommodations. They provide catered meals throughout the event, which was absolutely delicious food. Um, and then they have top-notch instructors. So and then every evening we had a presentation by one of the faculty members. Like I said, one was on Second Amendment history. One was on liberty and the foundations of our freedom and our Constitution. And then the president spoke one night um, about the programs at Hillsdale. And they are a small liberal arts college, but they have a big outreach throughout the country. And they do classes in different cities on different issues like the Constitution, like Second Amendment rights. So they have a big outreach. And I think what's more important is they take no government funding. So they are very independent. They feel like they can emphasize what they need to teach to these young people, which their model is learning, character, faith, and freedom. So it's all about the Constitution that's Kids are required to take a Constitution class when they go, and they do offer online classes for adults like you and I yeah. that you can take as well. So that was my takeaway. I mean, I was so impressed with the program. I went for the shooting because that's what I wanted to learn, how to, to shoot better. And like I said, my husband belongs to a shooting club here, so I, I've been out with him with shotgun shooting, but I wanted to get comfortable with a pistol because I think it's important for each of us to to know how to use a firearm responsibly. Amen to that, yeah. 
Couldn't couldn't agree more. So now that you've come back uh, from the uh, Hillsdale Ladies for Liberty, are you out shooting your husband? <laughs> I wish <laughs> he's had slightly more practice, but I'm getting better. That's awesome. No, I, it's actually better when you're learning from someone other than a close person like your husband oh, or you yeah. know. Our friends. Oh, so. yeah. Hu- husbands are horrible teachers. They really are. <laughs> they are terrible. Yeah, because nobody listens to each other. Um, uh, two things. She said it's not uh, funded by the government, which probably wouldn't get done anyway under this administration. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, I thought it was adorable that she said Smith Wesson, not Smith and Wesson, when she was oh, mentioning Smith the support. Wesson, yes. uh, well, no, 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 no. One time I heard somebody introduce Brooks Dunn as uh, the artist, and no, that's Brooks and Dunn. So you just brought up a great memory, Jan. <laughs> okay, well. Anyway, you, well, you knew the idea. Yeah. Just, just to let people know, uh, it, this was the Ladies for Liberty event, which I think is cool. They have a Couples for Liberty event. Uh, the That's ones correct. this year both sold out. I mean, roughly how many people are in uh, were in your class in the ladies' class? There's 36 because okay. they have 36 hotel rooms on their property. So it's limited to 36 people, which is really good because um, – in the pistol range, for instance, I worked with one instructor with two of us. So we would take turns shooting nine millimeters. And so they want you to be comfortable. So you go the, up to the shooting range, you shoot your pistol, you go back, you learn, you have to load your own gun. They show you how to do it, but then you do it on your own. So um, they do limit the classes. So my husband and I are actually signed up for next year for the couples class. And I was, on a waiting list for the ladies class, which happened to become available. So I took my daughter, oh, nice. my adult daughter and daughter and I went and Hillsdale is about an hour North of the Indiana line. So we drove and, um, but they provide, you know, your meals. And if you do fly, they pick you up at the Detroit airport, but it was very first class, very well done. And it's a great little campus and, the foundations of which I think are really important to our, our country. Well, yeah, Jan, uh, thank you. I just want to mention hillsdale.edu is their website for people listening who might want to find out more. Yeah, and, and I just yeah. had a question. Are you just a, a, a student of this and you've gone through it, or are you connected actually with Hillsdale College? Or no, not I'm a, not connected no officially. with Hillsdale at all. Wow. that's a, That says even more, actually. Yeah, so, I mean, I honestly... I mean, I knew about Hillsdale because, you know, Rush Limbaugh used to promote Hillsdale. Yeah, yeah. it's a great school. And I'm, I, I'm a conservative Christian, so I'm kind of look at those kind of programs. I, I've always gotten their emails because they promote a lot of classes. Victor Hanson Davis, who's a, on Fox a lot, he teaches up there. He goes up for a couple seminars, and he does the class, online class, on World War II, which I want to take. And it, they're free. Nice. Is there so, any other organizations or, or programs like this in the country that you know of, or is this the only one that on a mass scale like this where you travel to it? I have no other. Well, there are other shooting classes. Oh yeah, I mean, even here. I've never in, I mean, I learned about this through some of the instructors yeah. who are competitive shooters, and they talked about some of the other programs. But the, the beauty of Hillsdale is they tied in with. You know, your constitutional right. Yeah. And what it means to be, to have those freedoms. And then also, you know, they just do a beautiful job of putting it all together. They have a shooting 
facility that is one of the best in the country. I mean, they had an endowment some years ago, and they bought this land for their uh, shooting range. And they are actually qualified. They were tied in with the U.S. shooting team as far as the facility that they have, which is one of the best in the country. Well, Jan Braswell, listen, thank you so much for being part of the the program and updating people on this. I'm sure you've opened some eyes to this opportunity, and my guess is they're going to sell out faster than ever at Hillsdale uh, next year. Yeah. Thank you, Jan. You're welcome. All right. Enjoy talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll see you soon. All right. Okay. Coming up Thank on you. coming up on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, there is a country music festival. It's a huge benefit for Operation Triage.org. If you haven't heard about that organization, we're going to talk with a representative of that organization and talk about that event that's coming up next weekend out in Eureka. Dan Varges, United States Air Force, retired, is going to join us next on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. here on uh, Second Amendment Radio, the great outdoors. Mark Cox here along with uh, Bo Matthews, and we are looking forward to a big event uh, coming up here at the end of the month we're going to talk about in just a minute. Uh, we are. This segment is brought to you by Chuck's Boots. Uh, they have teamed up, Chuck's Boots and Thoroughgood Boots have teamed up to give away a Polaris General 1000 side-by-side. If you haven't been to Chuck's Boots ever in Fenton or St. Peter's, go into the stores. It's outstanding. You know because they're gigantic. Uh, but you can also shop online now at chucksboots.com and get registered online at chucksboots.com or on their Facebook page to win that Polaris 1000 from Thoroughgood and Chuck's Boots. Now, I want to say I have never mispronunciated a name in my life until today, because <laughs> I did I did pre-promote uh, Dan Vargas as Dan Vargas. My apologies, sir. Uh, welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. God bless you, and thank you for having me. And don't worry, I've been called worse, so we're good. <laughs> That's never happened. Um, yeah, I, I learned from your organization, from actually Jeff Fitter from Super Smokers Barbecue, and about the event that's coming up next weekend. Dan, uh, he is a retired United States Air Force. Thank you for your service uh, as a proud Air Force brat. Uh, my dad's got uh, uh, location pins all over this planet. Um, but let's talk about what you are doing, Dan, with Operation Triage. Explain the organization, if you will. Yes, sir. We're a 5013C that we help uh, veterans, active duty military, and first responders uh, emotionally, spiritually, and financially with uh, different types of uh, things that they need. Some of them are uh, needing wheelchairs. Some of them need financial support. Some of them need a uh, home remodel. Um, so we're basically not a cookie-cutter organization that only does one thing. We, we look at the needs of – and that's where Operation Triage, the name, came from. We, we look at the and assess the needs of the veteran and the military term. We rack and stack them and see who, you know, who needs more, and we try to help those veterans first and then go down the line. Yeah, so clearly so, – uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Dan. So clearly you guys recognized – a, a need, something that was lacking when you when you because you just created um, Operation Triage back in 2016, right? Yes, sir. Uh, what happened was I was working for another nonprofit at the time, and they basically just did home remodels and home home builds. And we were getting a call from a lot of veterans that needed other things that weren't uh, a major home remodel and so forth. They just needed you know a, a wheelchair ramp put in or. Um, a power chair that the VA wasn't giving them that they needed and so forth. So we were trying to fill in those gaps. 
And then me and Matt Belcher decided to spin her off and do our own thing because we felt there was a greater need of just other veterans and, and, and not just OIFO Operation Enduring Freedom, Operation Iraqi Freedom veterans, but Vietnam veterans, Korean veterans that were needing help now in their later stages of life, that they weren't getting the support or the financial support from the VA. So we're trying to fill in those gaps. And how many uh, benefactors uh, would you say you guys have helped over the years? Uh, I'd say uh, way, way, way over 100 uh, easily. That's fantastic. Um, I mean, we've, and we've done everything. We recently just paid for, we had a veteran that was in a retirement, uh, in a VA retirement home, and they didn't have transportation to get him to his wife's funeral, so we paid for the transportation to get him there. We had another veteran that passed away, a Vietnam veteran, that the family couldn't afford to bury their, fa- their father that served this country. So we paid for that funeral. So we've done a little bit of everything. Well, it's nice to have that that flexibility uh, in an organization. But, you know, uh, I don't know where all your support comes from. Is it all based around fundraisers like uh, Freedom Jam 2021? Exactly, sir. We uh, we are so grateful for the folks and all the volunteers there that are putting on Freedom Jam for us. Uh, it's an amazing group of people that have brought in 12 amazing artists that are up and coming. So if you want to see some artists before... You have to pay big bucks for their tickets and, and come see them firsthand. This is the time to do it. We're so grateful to Brookdale Farms for putting it on, uh, giving us the location, and all the hard work that's going behind here. Because that's what we are as all volunteers. We have nobody on payroll. All the money, 100% of the money raised goes to programs. 100% of the money that's going to be raised at Freedom Jam is going to stay there in Missouri. We actually have a project we're trying to we're trying to get going. Uh, for a veteran that had his his basement flooded due to municipal piping that backed up and fighting with the city on trying to get them to pay for it, but we don't want to wait on them. We want to get the project done for them, for him and his wife. Oh, that's nice. You're um, not waiting for the government to come help you. That's <laughs> even no, local sir, government. Don't I don't. I don't mean to you know call out a black eye here. Um, so how how recently did this idea come together? It seems like a pretty big event um, out in Eureka next weekend. How 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 long has this been talked about? Well, we actually did one last year, uh, thanks to to all these wonderful folks, and and that was during COVID, and they were able to pull it off. So they decided to do another one this year, and you know we have amazing headliner uh, Brian Daniels is going to be there. Um, it's from 11 a.m. to 10:30 p.m. It's family oriented, so bring the whole family, the kids, come and meet some amazing artists, learn about the issues with veterans and first responders, the things that they're dealing with. Um, you can get tickets at Eventbrite. Uh, just do a search for Freedom Jam, or you can even go to our website. There's a link at the, on our front page at the bottom uh, at operationtriage.org that you can get tickets for it. And, you know, come and, come and support those who give us the blanket of freedom we sleep under. Well, Every day we get to go do amazing things in our lives and live our lives, and it's because we have people that are standing on a wall here and at home, here and abroad, they say we got you tonight. We're going to take care of you. Uh, that's outstanding. What what a great way to put it too. Because oftentimes we we find these organizations and you know it, it's the backstoppers. They do great work. Oh, it's yeah. primarily for our first responders. And then you'll find other veterans organizations that are doing things like the Gateway Warriors, who I'm going to be doing a golf tournament with coming up in October. And and they're primarily supporting veterans. You're doing both. And I think that's that's just great for people to I have that, the opportunity to come out. I and think do that's that. what stood out to me is that yeah. they're doing the veterans' work and the the uh, first responders' work. And when I, I've never heard of that, uh, you know, it's either one or the other. Generally, uh, 
hey, I got a question for you, uh, Dan, about uh, veterans that want to come out. Will there be like a setup where people that you know are veterans? Our first responders that could learn about your organization. Will there be handouts, information, people to talk to, uh, anything like that? Yes, sir. I w- I w- I'm actually coming in from Texas, and we're going to have our booth there. Uh, we're going to be handing out uh, material. We can answer questions. If there's a veteran that's in need, we can, you know, uh, get his information there and start start looking at the issues that they're they're dealing with. Um, the other good thing that we do is we work with other veterans organizations that if it's something that we can't, we don't have within us to handle, we will find somebody to help them. Awesome. Um, great example is over the weekend, I got, I got a text message from an active duty military member uh, that had a friend that was suicidal. So we, me and him jumped on the phone and I sent him a bunch of referral places within the location he was at to be able to get that veteran the help he needed, that active duty member the help he needed. So if if we can if we don't have the answer we will help find the answer and and we can help find other other organizations that can help these veterans as well, well and these service members and first responders i think it's great uh, we're talking about the freedom jam 2021 it's a country music benefit festival coming up uh, saturday the 28th next saturday from 11 in the morning till 10:30 out of brookdale farms in eureka you can uh, go online there to uh, to to find out more at freedom jam stl uh, at gmail.com is the email information that you'll need. Let's talk about who's going to be playing out there. You mentioned these are up-and-comers. There are people whose whose names you may not know today, but tomorrow you might have to pay to go see them out at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater out here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like Ryan Daniel, our, our headliner. Uh, you have uh, Mackie Roberts, Molly Lovett, um, Dallas Remington. I mean, we got 12 amazing up-and-comers. I mean, you're going to see, for $30, you get to see 12 amazing bands. Um, you can come and go as you want. Um, you know, and the, and the thing about that $30, it's staying in the Missouri area. It's going to help veterans and first responders oh. in your area. So you're helping your neighbor. You're helping your neighbor that you don't know that needs help. It's going to be there, and it's going to go to a good cause. Yeah, there's a second event uh, that I don't want to uh, pass up because some people may be busy next weekend. Uh, but uh, do you have much info- information on the SEMO event? Yes, sir, and we'll actually be there for that as well. It's from one to one a.m. So for those of you that you like staying up late, it's uh, the Camp of the Lake. I-, I can't even say the Wapapella. Lake, right? Wapapella. Wapapella. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> I that up. Not a local. That's all right. <laughs> I would have tore that up. And, and, uh, and, and, and is it the same group of artists, too, down there? No, we got a lot of different artists for that one, too. So you can come and see see a bunch of different artists. Um, Miller Holler, we got uh, Sarah Faith, Calamity Jane, uh, Biddy James, the Whiskey Rebels. And, again, tickets are $25 for that one. 100% of the proceeds, again, is going to stay in Missouri and help somebody in Missouri. Uh, you can go to you know um, Eventbrite and look and search Freedom Jam, or you can go to our website. We have a link on for that one as well. Um, we will be there uh, to to talk to veterans and and hand out information. So anybody that wants to come and see us and learn more about what we're doing, or you know even volunteer, uh, we'd love to come and 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 get you to know us better and and see where your money's going. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, Dan, I'm assuming if you're if people are going to go there for 12 hours, you get there's food and beverage available on the site. Yeah, yes, uh, Brookdale Farms. Yeah, hope. definitely, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. great food too. I've been out there a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful location. Uh, you know, I, I got to say that the name of the organization is pretty cool to, uh, as well. If you look up uh, the explanation for triage, the first impression of the word triage for me was watching Mash. 
right? Sure. Uh, the TV sure. show. Yeah, sure. um, and in medical use, the assignment of degrees of urgency to wounds or illnesses to decide the order of treatment of a large number of patients or casualties. Man, that's a, a perfect name, Dan. I'm, I'm so proud of you for the heavy lifting you're doing on this. Well, thank you. So, you know, it, it, we, we as Americans have always been great about taking care of each other. And, you know, we're nonpartisan. I don't care. You're black, well, yellow, red, blue, green. We all, we're all Americans, and we all need to take care of each other. And, and we can't rely on the government to do everything. You know, we, we have less than 1% that have served this country and those that are on our streets at night protecting us at home. And the suicide rate for, for first responders and for veterans is twice as the number of the national rate. So if we can relieve stress and relieve, you know, financial issues or help make a home, a, the sanctuary for these people that, that deserve it, that's what we need to do. We need to take care of them. Well, Dan Vargas, U.S. Air Force uh, veteran yourself, we certainly uh, commend you on what you've done here. And uh, we'll have uh, we, all the information is at uh, freedomjamstl.com, if you, uh, uh, stl at gmail.com. If you want to email them, go to operationtriage.org for more details as well. Thank you all so much for the time, gentlemen, and God bless you all for what you all do. That's awesome. And, I, you know, I figured it, uh, it fell under the uh, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors show because it is an outdoor event. Sure. So that's that's why I slid that in. But thanks for uh, not minding uh, me bringing this up because, th- you know, they throw a great party out of Brookdale and uh, no different for next weekend. Well, Bo, you're the country music expert, not me. So I don't know about that. Him... <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been gone a long time, brother. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's it. That's that's great. Can't wait to to. Uh, hopefully, I can get out there next weekend. I'm 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 looking at the uh, schedule to see what's going on. But no, that, uh, be fantastic. No uh, appointment with Doctor Green. Could be. Uh, that's going to be this this uh, weekend. Hopefully, at some point. So. Uh, well, great show, yeah. and uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you share this to your fellow Second Amendment uh, lovers and uh, supporters of our freedoms and the great outdoors. Mark, great show, man. Yeah, thank you, Bo. Hey, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week on Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. See you, boys. talk.com baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app Thank you.